Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there, it's Liz Garcia again, and welcome to another episode of your weekly dose of higher consciousness that you can find on my YouTube channel at trumpetoftruthtv.com or on my podcast at trumpetoftruthradio.com. This is the place to discover the foundational basics and essential understandings for raising your level of consciousness and building a better life. And this week, I promised I would talk about the book Conversations with God and how it came to me during what I understand to be a spiritual emergency. And if you saw last week's um, uh, episode, I introduced you to what a quantum spiritual awakening was like for me and my understanding of it from levels of consciousness now that I have the tools to understand where I was at and put it all into context. So before I get to that, I want to introduce you to today's sponsor is the Mind, Body, Spirit Network. I happen to be the founder, editor-in-chief, and director of Client Success Services there. And the intention is to curate conscious, like to be conscious curators of transformational online events, online courses, um, expert blog posts and interviews. And I do, I have another um, podcast and video cast called highvibetriberadio.com and highvibetribetv.com where I interview alternative, holistic, and transformative leaders in the mind, body, spirit realm. So I introduce you to invite you to check out the mind, body, spirit, network.com. Okay. So I want to talk, talk about today's topic is how the book, Conversations with God, written by Neil Donald Walsh, came to me. I had never heard of the book. No one ever referred it to me, but it came to me. So last week, I spoke about a quantum spiritual awakening. And you may, if you're interested to understand, you know, there's more, you know, I do a lot of research online to see what people are interested in. 
And there's a huge amount of interest in spiritual awakening. Significant. I think there's like 18,000 searches a month. People want to know what the signs of a spiritual awakening are, what are the stages of a spiritual awakening. And I don't know that it can be mapped out because I think it's a giant wrench that gets thrown into your energy field to shake you up and show you you've got no foundation somewhere and to wake up on, on the downside of it, right? On the upside, you're getting thrown into a higher level of consciousness on something that's like, whoa, that's really what a spiritual awakening is, just to be thrown into a higher level of consciousness about something and realize, whoa, there's something different about this. And I always like to joke, when I went into my initial awakening, I jumped into what's known as um, lovingness, unconditional love and joy in the 500s on the map of consciousness, which is a rare individual that ever gets this high on the map. Like four-tenths of 1% of the, the world ever reaches this level of consciousness. Okay, so I want to talk about <clears throat> this high level of consciousness that I leaped into. You know it's a spiritual awakening if you make this quantum of a leap, which I did. And I always like to say, I was not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Just like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, you're like, I mean, yeah, show up in your Oz, in Oz, you're like, I am not in Kansas anymore. That was kind of what it was like for me to jump into the high levels of unconditional love and inner joy. I mean, inner joy is huge to experience inner joy, considering that I came from grief and loss. <laughs> That's a quantum leap from grief and loss is like 75 on the map, super low, to 540, which remember, this is a logarithm. The map of consciousness is a log 10. So 10 to the 75th power is grief and loss versus inner joy and unconditional love, which is 10 to the 540th power. I mean, the mind can't even grasp the leap in power and experience and level of truth that that is. So this quantum spiritual awakening that I talked about last week, which you may want to go check it out, I think I have some wisdom to share on the topic, <clears throat> led to something horrific for me. And I came to understand way down the line after I'd gone through all of this, that it's what would be called a quantum, uh, a spiritual emergency. And in my case, it was quantum in nature as well. <laughs> And what's going on in, the spirit, in, in my case was that I had these giant swings in consciousness. So I'm way high on, in the 500s. Some of the experiences, I'm not quite sure the calibration of them, but five to 600, they're mystical in nature for sure. You're feeling the presence of divinity. You're feeling angelic presence. The angelic realm is 500 and up on the map of consciousness. I was aware of the energies of the angelic realm for sure. The presence of God totally in everything <laughs> because the experience is like, talk about present living. I talk about synchronicity. Synchronicities are coming so quickly at this level that, you know, what feels, I, I, I remember this incident that what felt like a deja vu so I feel this deja vu, and at the same time, it's playing itself out. And I was in a restaurant. This is a, it's a great story. I was in a restaurant sitting at a bar, 
And as I'm sitting at the bar, I'm looking at the doorway to the restaurant with people coming in. And I feel this deja vu. And the deja vu is that this person's going to come in and it happened at the same time. So I get the energy that feels like a deja vu, but the actual deja vu is coming into life in front of me. I absolutely like goosebumps, chills ran down my spine, goosebumps were, you know, like, holy crap. I can't believe that I knew this was going to happen. It was like more than a prep and it was beyond a premonition, but it was a premonition all happening at once. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, I digress a little but when you get into these higher realms and you're not ready for it, like I did not have the foundational basics. This is what I'm talking about of understanding consciousness and where I was at. I knew I was in higher realms. I also was, I was fearful about it because I was like, what the hell's going on here? Holy crap. You know, I was not in Kansas anymore. I didn't know how to deal with it. And when you get into really high levels of consciousness and I've, been in the presence of eight, what feels like 850, what's been described as 850. I'm not saying I was at that level, but I was present experiencing it is holy crow, amazing grace, which you have to experience. I can't describe it. Dr. Hawkins will tell you the same thing. It's an ineffable experience beyond description. You just have to experience like heaven on earth is what it is. The energies beyond, it's even beyond that. It's like, hard to describe so anyway however when you're up in these high levels in fear this creates this pendulum because there's so much power up here that it swings in the other direction the power up here swings you into confrontation with something to be fearful about let me tell you and what I was experiencing, it kept getting more intense. It gets super, super high. And then a confrontation with something to be afraid of, which is extreme darkness, horrific energies, non-physical energies that could only be described as horrific darkness. I don't even know if I'd use the word evil or give it a name like that, but it's just the intensity of that energy in my presence is horrific. You think it's going to kill you or drive you mad, one or the other. <laughs> and it got to, some of those got so intense that if I had a gun nearby, I would have ended my life because it's too much. You can't, it's, can't, it's beyond human consciousness. The mental capacity of a human to be in that, in that presence is horrendous. So this is what my spiritual emergency looks like. <laughs> and I ended up, um, it got so intense, like every night this would come on. Like I could go out, go about my day for the most part, but then this intensity would happen at night while I'm awake, watching TV or whatever. I feel the pre high presence, high, high presence of the presence of God, whatever, inner joy, God intoxicated ecstasy for sure. And then, then the swing would come where I'd actually have to cover my heart and put up my hand like Wonder Woman, like this to be in the presence of this darkness. I had to do what I, I had to do whatever I could do. It felt like what I had to do was this. So it created a spiritual emergency and a nervous breakdown because the energies, the intensity of both ends is huge. And Dr. Hawkins talks about the super high end, like you're getting up into enlightenment 
the air, the the realm of enlightenment is 600 and above 600 to 1000 which is huge and quantum in nature there's very few people on the planet that ever like at last count it was like 12 people but they come and go people you know when you get into the 600s you don't care about the body or life anymore because you're in la la land you're in this totally different experience and I could have been in La La Land for eternity at, in some of these levels of consciousness. It's like, you don't need to go anywhere. This is it. Like 850 was amazing grace. Like I could just, uh, I could be in God intoxicated ecstasy and beauty and divine whatever forever in that level and not have to do a thing. So the energies having to deal with these high energies and then to be swung into the confrontations with these horrific energies like does a number on your nervous system for sure and i think it's fair to say it like blew out my first chakra based on healers i went to see after that they're like you got no first chakra i'm like holy crap and in fact someone someone described it as like a black hole my first chakra that anything i tried to manifest i would get the opposite of it which wasn't helpful but you know, blowing out the root chakra is because you don't feel safe in this world at all. And to, to be in this, having these confrontations, like were so horrific, I did not feel safe whatsoever. I mean, death would have been preferable than to experience this. So I ended up, uh, I was on Nantucket. <laughs> this is a great story. <laughs> I was on Nantucket that summer that I had the quantum spiritual awakening. And I decided to stay on Nantucket through the fall and help my friend who had stores there. Um, she had three stores. And typically there's, uh, there's something on Nantucket. It's a, um, why can't I think of it? It's the Christmas weekend walk. It's the, shoot, I, I spent 20 years on Nantucket. I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, <laughs> they have a holiday celebration before Christmas where all the merchants are opened up. They decorate the town with Christmas trees and they have all these celebrations for one weekend only. So it's a great weekend for um, seasonal retailers and restaurateurs to have their last hurrah, like clean out the fridge, get rid of all your inventory, sell everything. And it's a super busy weekend. So I was helping my friend Joyce. Um, she had two stores open at the time and she needed me to operate one of them. Unfortunately, <laughs> these swings happened while I was trying to run the store. And my experience is that every person that came up to me had like, it was like soul recognition. There was this level of awareness at another level, like the soul realizes, I see you, like I recognize you. I like, I am inspirited at, like I recognize the essence or spirit of people that were coming to the store, which was beautiful. But at the same time, I can't function when I'm in God intoxicated love and beauty for everyone that's walking up to the counter. <laughs> but then the swing started to happen while I'm trying to run the store. And they were so intense and frightening. I had to close the store and run down to my friend's other store and say, Joyce, I can't, I cannot operate and this is getting scary. So this particular weekend, stroll, Christmas stroll, that's what it's called on Nantucket, Christmas stroll weekend. Super fun time to go to Nantucket if you like Christmas. 
And anyway, it was stroll weekend. It happened to be turning into a blizzard, <laughs> crappy weather. And we're 30 miles at sea, by the way. So Joyce has to close down her store to help me because I'm like, she doesn't know how to help me. And I understand she doesn't know how to help me because I'm, I'm operating with the perceptions of what's going on. I'm trying to be normal, but I'm like, I can't deal with the intensity of what's going on here. And they don't know what to do with me. So they bring me to the emergency room of Nantucket Cottage Hospital. And I didn't know this. They, when, when you're brought to a hospital and there's nothing wrong with you except for they think it's a mental illness or some type of mental episode, um, they don't have emergency mental health facilities on Nantucket, which you know is not too surprising. Maybe that's changed today. This was 17 years ago. But um, they just kept me overnight and the law in Massachusetts is if you get admitted to a hospital for what appears to be mental health issues, you have to go into a mental hospital for three days minimum. So, and I was on suicide watch, <laughs> which I was aware of everything that was going on, but I also had to pay attention what I was experiencing energetically. And this energies, these energies I'm feeling are coming from outside of me. It's not like inside of me. I'm not like making it up in my head. It's not a mental condition, but the energy of a nervous breakdown is going to turn it into a mental condition if I don't get some help. So I'm not going to tell this whole story though. It's pretty awesome. I'm, the whole point of this is to talk about conversations with God. So let me speed it along so we can talk about the book conversations with God. Needless to say, this, the confrontations with both these extreme energies, they're quantum in nature, both of them, the dark side and the, and the light side, are beyond normal experience and beyond this world, for sure. They, they created the conditions for a nervous breakdown. I couldn't manage my energies anymore. They were like shocked. I was shocked to hell, to say the least. Like that, the confrontation with the darkness just fries my energy, drains me of all my heat out of my body. It's horrific. So I have to go to a mental health institution, <laughs> which is scaring the bejesus out of me because I'm already in a fragile state. So um, it's actually funny <laughs> that they had to fly me off of Nantucket, strapped to a gurney, <laughs> to send me to a mental health institute for three days, which turned out to be incredible blessing and amazing grace what was going on there. But we're not going to talk about that today. So we're going to skip ahead. After three days, my parents are like, my daughter does not belong in a mental health institute. And all the inmates there are saying the same thing. They're all saying to me, Liz, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. I'm like, I know, but it's okay. I understand why I'm here and blah, blah, blah. And I was still experiencing the swings even in the in the mental institution but they typically interacting with others and caring for others which is what i naturally want to do helped me kind of restore some sense of balance not much but some so i went home with my parents after three days in the hospital and i was having panic attacks and i was having a, like all of the the intensity of everything I've been through is just kind of 
I'm finally like feeling it all. It's like, holy, I couldn't, I was having panic attacks, which I've never had in my life. Super intense ones. And as I was going through this, for the first week was pretty trying, really trying, because everything going through my head, like, oh my God, I was in a mental institute. I caused this, wreaked havoc on Nantucket for joy. She had to close down her businesses. She couldn't operate for the weekend. She didn't have help, blah, 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 all this stuff. So I'm at my parents' house in Connecticut and they're wanting to help me. And I know they're wanting to help me, but I'm, I'm like, I know you want to help me, but I know you can't help me. <laughs> I've got to figure this out myself. You know, I was determined to like, I wanted help. I mean, I went through a, through a couple of therapists and psychiatrists and they're all like, Liz, you're not the, you're not the, you're not the model for bipolar or schizophrenia or anything like that. I'm like, I know, but I just went through the, I'm trying to appease everybody. It's like, this is not going to help me. You know, I appreciate the help, but this is a different topic, a spiritual emergency. This is a spiritual thing, not a mental thing. It's dealing with different realms. So um, <laughs> for a few days, I kept, I was like, having panic attacks and my parents couldn't help me. I'm like, I'm just going to, I just have to deal with it. I told, I said, I got to deal with it myself. I got to figure it out myself to an extent. And then what came to me? And at this time, I, last week I spoke about when you have spiritual awakenings, you awaken other senses. So there's clairvoyance, the ability to see. You know, I'll get a message with my eyes closed. I can see. And now I can have my eyes open and stuff that comes across my field, which is super interesting to observe. I've had messages while I'm driving like that I don't get, but it's just interesting that I can see whether my eyes are open or closed. Typically they're closed. I get messages. I can hear messages, which I didn't want to hear messages anymore because I, I heard them loud and clear and it was unnerving. So I didn't necessarily want to hear anymore. And then other ways of um, getting messages is to feel the message or to know. And the book Conversations with God came to me in a feeling way. I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. I felt the title, which is weird, super fascinating, and an incredible gift, I have to say, to feel something because the mind is not in the way at all. There's no. Um, kind of perception or opinions or anything. It's just a matter of fact, conversations with God. I felt it. I'm like, oh, what the hell is that all about? Conversation with God. So I went to the bookstore, uh, like Barnes and Noble or something. I went to a Barnes and Noble. And I said to one of the clerks, I'm like, do you have a book called Conversations with God? They're like, oh yeah, let me show you. <laughs> so you know, you want some help from God, God's going to show up to help you. And I got the book and it's the trilogy. I got the first book to get me started. This was a godsend for sure. As I start to read the book, I feel the presence of God speaking to me in the book. And this is just, mind you, now that in hindsight, I understand at a certain level of consciousness, how you perceive things is it kind of showing you your level of consciousness on something, of understanding. 
but I felt the presence of God speaking to me in that book like I felt the presence of God during these highs. Same entity, same essence from these higher, high, excuse me, higher realms, angelic realms. It doesn't have to be God, which is infinite on the map. God creator is infinite. I mean, a human being doesn't need that level of consciousness to get help, right? A human being understands from a much different level. And the angelic realm is within reach of humanity. I think that's why angels are present in humanity. Their level of consciousness can serve humanity because they're unconditionally loving and joyful in the 500s. They're not archangels, which are in the 50,000s. You don't need an archangel necessarily to help you out of a situation, though apparently Dr. Hawkins did. I did too. I didn't know if it was a, who, who was helping me, but someone Christ-like was helping me out of a couple of occasions. In fact, it was the Christ essence within me that was helping me, which is a whole other story. So uh, anyway, I start reading conversations with God and I come into a place of peace because I feel like, oh my God, my best friend is here with me now. This is going to help me. Not a psychiatrist, not a... <laughs> you know, a therapist of any who wants to give me drugs. Hell no. You don't want to take drugs or tranquilizers in the middle of a quantum spiritual awakening or emergency for that matter. Anyway, unless you do. <laughs> okay. I don't know the truth of that for you. I only knew the truth of that for me. So conversations with God brought me to inner peace. Like I'd start to have a panic attack. I'd run up to the bedroom, I'd grab the book, and I just read it, and it brought me off the cliff, so to speak. So recently, you know, I belong to, um, I subscribed to a website called consciousnesscalibrations.com, and he recently did a calibration of the book, Conversations with God, which according to his calibrations, calibrates at 397 on the map of consciousness, which is huge, right? Anything in that mid, anything above 200 is helpful. Above 350 solves problems, according to consciousness research. The level of consciousness required to solve a problem needs to be 350 and above, which is of higher mind, by the way. Anything above 275 is of higher mind. So the calibration of the book Conversations with God is 397 on the map of consciousness, which is huge and clearly healing for me, big time healing for me. And you can never judge what books come to you because books came to me, I noticed like when I was ready, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? This happened, this was clear to me as books came into my awareness. And I think after Conversations with God, I read all three of them, by the way, it's a trilogy. And the first one is about kind of God's point of view of us as individuals. You're here as an individual. This is what life is intended for you as an individual. And then the second book is about God's point of view of us as a planet. One, we are one as a planet and his point of view of that. And then the third book was about kind of universal consciousness, universal oneness and understanding. And I have to say at the time when I was having a nervous breakdown, I was a wreck. I was 
Uh, there's not an understatement to say I was annihilated by this event. And more to come. I didn't know there was going to be more to come. <laughs> but this in particularly annihilated me energetically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like the whole ball of wax. I was annihilated. Um, so the power of now, Eckhart Tolle's books came to me like soon after that. I didn't really jive with the power of now. I, I really, really connected with his second one better. But importantly, the teachings of Dr. Hawkins, which is of super high, all of Hawkins' books calibrate 600 and above. Most of them are their eight and 900s. That's a totally different level of consciousness I wasn't ready for, clearly, because they didn't come to me for about uh, maybe seven or eight years until they came into my awareness. It's been 17 years now. I've probably been reading and studying Dr. Hawkins' books for at least eight years, but I wasn't ready for that. I just needed some healing and some love. So the level of consciousness of conversations with God, other ways of being that are up at this level are happiness. To be happy is 395 on the map of consciousness. Um, playful is 375 on the a map of consciousness. Wisdom is 385. So all of these things, happiness, playfulness, and wisdom are in conversations with God for sure. And those are all, and the level of truth is pretty high of what God is saying in this book as Neil, Wall, Neil Donald Walsh is transcribing what he's getting from consciousness about this topic. And what's super interesting <laughs> is my kind of personal goal, now that I understand the map of consciousness and I put it all into context, and how I have been as a human being most of my life is like I love Christmas and I love being Santa Claus. And, you know, many people, my dad will call me, you're, you're Santa Claus, Liz, because I love to give and I love to create experiences that are fun and lively and I cook and I love wrapping gifts and really being intentional about picking out perfect gifts for people. So it's kind of like my life, my whole life has been kind of that I love being Santa Claus. So there's a calibration for the concept of the level of Santa Claus, not Santa Claus himself, but the concept of Santa Claus calibrates at 390 on the map of consciousness. And I find that super interesting that conversations with God, I got calibration on it, is operating. There are quantum leaps between each other at this realm. It's still quantum, but the energies of all of it are a nice blend of who I would choose to be in this lifetime. If, you know, I'm operating from lower consciousness, this is a good, the concept of Santa Claus is a, a great level of consciousness to want to align to because you have wisdom now. You're basically happy, you're loving and giving, and um, playful. You got a good sense of humor. All of these energies are where I would choose to be, though I tell God or life, I'm willing to step into courage on the level of consciousness of inner joy now, because I have a much firmer foundation than when I did 17 years ago. And inner joy 
to have a firm foundation under you while experiencing inner joy would be super interesting to me to experience because I do observe shifts in my own consciousness and what's going on. Really interesting. So one, la one last thing about conversations with God that I found interesting at the time. I was, again, devastated, annihilated, and was having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> so understand that first. But I read book one. I read book two, which is about planetary stuff, what's going on in the earth. And I read about universal stuff, like what, what's going on in the cosmos, in creation, right? Number two, at the time, I had an aversion to it. And the aversion was, I do not want to be on this planet anymore, have anything to do with it. <laughs> Which is coming from a lower level of consciousness, by the way. But that's how I felt at the time. I felt very aligned with the universal one, though. That felt like home to me. Which is interesting. <laughs> that that felt like higher truth. And I guess when you get up into these realms, you just want to be aligned with truth and safety. <laughs> like you're not going to be attacked by, you know, incredible darkness. All right. So that's how conversations with God came to me. And by the way, it was so healing. I read, I read those books. They were on my bedside table, all three of them, minimum 12 times each minimum for over a year. They did not leave my table. I read them that many times. And when I got to Dr. Hawkins books, power versus force, truth versus falsehood, all his higher level consciousness books, I've read most of them a dozen times as well. So you find something that, and it takes the repetition, the understanding, the alignment, the embodiment of what's being said. And I, I this was like an aha for me as well. To understand something is one thing, which is what many of you may be doing right now. You're just getting an understanding. To embody it is a different thing because you feel it. You feel the significant shift in the energy of embodiment, which is a beautiful thing. When you start getting into higher levels of consciousness. All right, that's it for today's topic. And what came to me for next week is I wanna talk about truth. What is truth? And Dr. Hawkins puts it beautifully. And you may be able to Google uh, Dr. Hawkins on truth, but um, I'm going to kind of uh, listen back to what he said and read what he said about truth because he's incredibly intelligent, brilliant, genius level and understanding levels of consciousness. That's for sure. And how he describes truth is super meaningful and um, beautifully put. And just so you know, Based on consciousness research, only 2% of the world cares about the truth, <laughs> which is perfect and understandable because we're a very primitive planet evolving in our own good time. Okay, I will uh, see you next week. And I forgot if I introduced this week's weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz, which I should have introduced at the beginning of this. So I'm going to introduce it to you now. It's a good one. It's about the, our presidential candidates. I care about our world and I care about our country. And when you understand levels of consciousness, it's significant 
when deciding who's going to be the next president of the United States. So this week's, this week's dose of highly consciousness quiz is who is of highest consciousness? Is it Joe Biden? Is it um, Bernie Sanders? And he's already dropped out of the race, but I think it's good to put this into context so you understand levels of consciousness. What Put everyone into context so you can see what you're dealing with at the level of truth, what's true. And even though Hillary Clinton's not running, I'm putting her in here in this list, again, because I want to put things into context. And of course, we're going to include uh, President Trump right now. So this week's, your weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz is who is of highest consciousness. And this is not an attempt to judge or politicize or anything, anybody. My intention is to love and honor everyone that steps into courage to run for president. First of all, that's huge. <laughs> okay. There's, there's valor and uh, love of country when you do this. So <laughs> I don't want to break it up about it, but I, I love our country. And I want someone who um, is of the highest con consciousness to run it. I'm going to stop crying now. <laughs> so head on over to the video about this week's topic because um, it's a good one. See you then. And if you're enjoying what's going on here, check into your weekly dose of higher consciousness at Trump. You can subscribe at the video on YouTube at TrumpetofTruthTV.com or on the podcast at TrumpetofTruthRadio.com. And I appreciate your comments uh, below any of these things or send me an email to Liz at TrumpetofTruth.com. I would love to address any topics you want me to talk about. It's fun for me. See you then. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.